Lawyer, judge, and now candidate for Indiana's 3rd Congressional District, Wendy Davis, is throwing her support behind former President Donald Trump to find out why she's joining us live right now. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Kayla. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Glad you're here because I have a lot that I want to talk to you about. But for starters, let's just start there. Why are you endorsing former President Donald Trump for president? Sure. So, um, Kayla, I think Donald Trump, um, he has proven his America first policies. I mean, candidly, we were all better off under Donald Trump. I don't think anybody can argue with that. I mean, let's just look at our border right now. Our border is so porous. Under Donald Trump, we had border security. You know, he had remained in Mexico in place. And you remember, as a judge here in Northeast Indiana, I've seen what the border has done to Northeast Indiana. I, as a judge, reacted to the fentanyl crisis, high crime, illegal immigration, all clogged in my courtroom because of our open border. Donald Trump closed those borders. Donald Trump gave us a strong economy. Military preparedness, as you know, I'm a mother and a wife of two that are active duty. I've got two in my household that are actively um, fighting for us in the military. And under Donald Trump, military preparedness. We are respected on the world stage under Donald Trump. So his policies have proven proven to us uh, a strong America, which is why I'm running for the 3rd Congressional District. I want to bring back, help bring back a strong America, which under Donald Trump we had. Yeah, amen to that, sister. Uh, you, you mentioned, you know, uh, the battle along the southern border. I want to bring up another battle because of your your legal background, and that is the ballot battle that Trump currently sure. is finding himself in. I, I want to just kind of dig into that and just, first of all, ask you this question. Do you, do you find what these activist groups and uh, election officials are doing to be constitutional in terms of trying to remove Trump from their state's primary ballots via Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Is this truly constitutional? It is unconstitutional. And let me be clear. I am not a conservative activist judge, which is I am not. But let's just take a step back first and look at Colorado. So Colorado, the Supreme Court, three unelected judges in Colorado that are liberal activist judges have removed Donald Trump off the ballot with no due process. Mm -hmm. I think it's ironic they are looking at the 14th Amendment. Again, as a judge, I had to implement the 14th Amendment daily. The 14th Amendment, ironically, also puts into place due process. Donald Trump, there is no indictment for insurrection. There is no indictment. He is not found guilty. He has not been found guilty of insurrection. So these unelected judges are issuing rulings that take away the will of the people. Americans should be concerned because if they can do this to Donald Trump, what can they do to all of us? You hear the left talk about it's unconstitutional for Donald Trump to be on the ballot. That is rhetoric that literally is unconstitutional. The rule of law must stand, and that is not allowing unelected judges to remove him from the ballot or, or Kayla, the Secretary of State yeah. in Maine, in Maine yeah. unilaterally, she, one person in America, unilaterally has removed him from the ballot without any due process. And she doesn't have the right to do that under the Constitution. That's what's unconstitutional. I've maintained all along, whether you are right, left, down the middle, um, this should frighten you. This should concern you. Yeah. I, I'm also curious, Wendy, again, with your legal background, 
when it comes to SCOTUS delivering a decision on this, uh, are the words engaged in? Since you just said it, we know Trump has not been found guilty of anything. He's not been convicted of anything because in Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, you know, it, it uses those words, uh, shall not have engaged in insurrection or rebellion. Is that really what it's going to come down to is what the words engaged in mean? It may, and I, I don't want to pretend to have the mind of the Supreme Court of the United States of America. I can tell you my opinion. As a trial court judge, I don't even think you get there. I don't hmm. even think you get there in analyzing, was he engaged in insurrection? This is why. This is the Supreme Court. And they are there to rule on trial court findings once due process has been put into place. So... I don't see how a higher court, Supreme Court, appellate court, can rule on whether or not this witness was insurrection when there's been no evidence presented, Kayla. Remember, as a trial court judge, you listen to evidence being presented by the DOJ, right, Department of Justice. There has been no indictment. There has been no evidence. There has been no guilty finding of Donald Trump. So I'm not sure how you get to a Supreme Court to decide whether or not he is engaged in any insurrection. There has been no evidence presented for them to review. Remember, Supreme Court's a review court. Yeah. Appellate court's a review court. So I just think it's ironic they're using the 14th Amendment when there's been no due process in this situation to decide whether or not there's been insurrection. Does that make sense? It sure does. And Wendy, I sure hope you're right on this one. Uh, as we dig more into this over the next couple of weeks, uh, we'll be sure to have you back on. We'd love to be there. Um, once again, let's. I just want to remind all of everybody listening that the Democrats can scream all they want that Donald Trump is a threat to democracy and that him being on the ballot. The left mm -hmm. is what is now, they are a threat to our democracy. It's like China and Russia. China and Russia want to pull their opponents off the ballot. We can't let that happen in America. We've got to stand up to the rule of law. Amen to that. That's lawyer, judge, and now candidate for Indiana's 3rd Congressional District, Wendy Davis. By the way, uh, SCOTUS will be arguing this case on February 8th. Um, I would assume the court will decide pretty quickly. They're being urged to decide by March 5th because that's when a lot of states, uh, including Colorado, are holding their primaries. Podcasts by Federated Media.